0: <clears throat> Om Sri Sai Ram Prashanti Sandesh 126th episode Welcome to all of you one after another episode we are trying to dive deep into spirituality were trying to reach out the depth of Sai message. Therefore, it might seem to be quite serious, but most essential in our sadhana. So, let's talk about this day's topic. No one is isolated no one is alone because we are linked with the universe. We are linked with existence. If we are keen enough, we will know that we are in deep dialogue. This can be affirmed on the basis of our breathing process. We breathe in and breathe out. As we breathe in, the air outside from this universe gets into us. As we breathe out, the uh, carbon dioxide, whatever we breathe out, is released into the universe. So, we draw from the universe and again send it back to the universe. Thus, there is a dialogue. And it is also necessary to know that there are two important factors. One is what we call individual consciousness or Jivatma. Another is universal consciousness or Paramatma individual consciousness and universal consciousness. The difference is this. Individual consciousness is encased within the framework of the body, mind, intellect, five life breaths, five life sheets, and five koshas. Whereas, the universal consciousness is totally free. It is formless, attributeless, and nameless. These two are very important for our talk today. Well, the materialist or the attitude of a scientist is this. The individual consciousness, though they may not say so, I, the individual consciousness, is only in existence, it is only functional and there is nothing like universal consciousness. Nothing other than this. What all you refer to is nothing but matter. Barring you, the rest is just a matter or a thing. That's what uh, a scientist says. As such, there cannot be any dialogue between you and and the rest, which are nothing but the things. Thus is the approach of a materialist or a scientist. Then the question arises, if the world is a thing, then who am I? Can I be a person? No. And if the whole world outside the universe is just a thing, how can I be in close contact with it? How can I have a dialogue with it? As a person, I may respond to various stimuli. So if the universe is a thing, then there's no intimacy. There is no religion. This has got to be realized. But the religious viewpoint or religious attitude is altogether different. You, the individual consciousness, is not only within everyone, every person, the universe also is a person. Personal. You can't call universe a thing, no. Whole universe is a person that is religious attitude. Such that you can talk love and sometimes even angry with the total whole total the whole universe. How do we say that? We all know in our Sanatana Dharma. We call earth as Bhumata. Fire as Agnideva. The rain as Varunadeva. The wind as Vayudeva. We look at this whole of the universe with a personal attitude. Whole universe is a person. This is the religious attitude. With this there will be richness and the life develops such that we have a deeper dialogue with the reality. The basic thing is science exists among things, whereas religion grows among persons. There is a lot of difference between the two. Now, Today, how is our behavior? Are we behaving as persons with everybody? Do we treat everybody everybody as a person or as a thing? Let's just examine. We don't behave with persons as persons, no. We want to possess persons. The husband wants to possess his wife. The wife wants to possess her husband. Actually speaking, can any person be possessed at all? Impossible. You can possess a thing and not a person. Why? Because a person means freedom. How can you possess a person Absurd. But unfortunately, we have reduced person to a thing. That's why husband treats his wife as a thing, or wife treats her husband as a a thing. We don't consider the other as a person. Why? Because we want to possess them. That is very absurd. And then, moreover, the basic thing is, the more we mingle with things the more a thing yourself, you also become a thing because you mingle with things only, more with things. And further, the one who tries to possess someone becomes himself possession, meaning the other person is a thing for you, so that you want to possess, forgetting the fact, you also reduce yourself to a possession. Possession, a thing, this has got to be noted. Another point is this. There will be no expectation when the relationship is purely personal. When you treat the other as a person, there cannot be any Expectation, not possible. Why? You can expect things with a thing. You can expect with a thing, not with a person. Why? Why? A person may behave one way today in a different way tomorrow. He may change his view tomorrow. How do you expect the other person to be the same way every day? like a machine, no. So, you cannot have any expectation with a person, no. You can have expectations with a thing, please understand that. And therefore, what happens is, when we are connected to the things, frustration comes. Frustration comes, because a thing is there. I expect something out of it. Take for example, a machine. I expect the machine to work powerfully. I work the fan to uh, to be in working condition. I want the lights to be functional. So you expect things, you have expectations out of these things. When the machine stops working, when the bulbs are off the filament, you are frustrated. So, it is concluded that frustration comes with things, not with persons. Because as a person, you are the very consciousness, not simply uh, the body, name and form. Person does not mean simply body, uh, mind, intellect. Name and form, no. Something more. Consciousness. Therefore, this consciousness is never frustrated. You can never get frustrated with another person, no, unless you reduce him to a level of a thing. Therefore, let us behave non-possessive so that the world behaves non-possessively towards us. When I am non-possessive, the world also will be non-possessive towards me. This has got to be very clearly understood. Therefore, this we can understand very clearly on inquiry. This with the help of a religious mind. A religious mind will be in deep inquiry and begins to search For eternal, that eternal which is beyond time and space. You cannot reduce it to logic or rationale. No. They have got to be dissolved. We should also know that you are a witnessing consciousness. Witnessing consciousness, meaning you are the knower. I think I am very clear. What do, we, what do I mean by knower? Knower I mean, you will be knowing the respect given to you, the disrespect shown towards you. You will be knowing your health and ill health. You will be also knowing your richness and your poverty. You will also know, know, know your heaven or hell as the case may be. All these things go on changing, but the knower, the witnessing consciousness, is changeless, immovable. Because the knower is immovable, he'll be able to know the changing things. Just like a wheel, the central hub does not move, while the whole wheel moves, rotates. Likewise, that which does not move will help the rest to move around, to move around. In a similar way, the knower, being immovable, will be knowing all that is changing from time to time as a witnessing consciousness. This is a very interesting point. I vaguely remember to have dealt it some time ago in one of these talks. The knower is etern- eternal. He being eternal, he will be knowing the changes from moment to moment. Unless the consciousness is eternal, it cannot cognize, it cannot notice the rest of the changes. So the eternal notices the momentary changes, the immovable notices that which is changing ever. And that is witnessing consciousness. This is all about religion. In this context, I would like to draw your attention to another important point. The individual consciousness Jivatma and the other universal consciousness Paramatma. The individual consciousness, as I said, has got, been associated with the body, mind, intellect, the senses, all that. While Universal Consciousness is totally free, all pervasive. Now, as in Individual Consciousness, I may be separate from Universal Consciousness. It's quite natural to feel so. But... When once I understand the inner consciousness, the inner consciousness which is which is this witnessing consciousness, which is unchanging, absolutely eternal, that which is formless, infinite, that that is my nature, while remaining things go on changing. That way, I am the same as Universal Consciousness. For clarity, I would repeat once again. I am here as Individual Consciousness, Jivatma. I think I am different from Universal Consciousness, Paramatma. But on inquiry, Vicharana, let me know. That the, the truth of my nature or jivatma. What is jivatma? The individual consciousness, in reality, what it is, what is it? It is absolutely eternal. It is formless, infinite. That is uh, my Atma, the very consciousness. While others may be changing. Body may be changing, mind may be changing, intellect may be changing, all other rest of the things associated with with myself or Atma may be changing, but my Atma, the Spirit, the Consciousness, the individual Consciousness will not be changing. With the result, what happens? The individual Consciousness is same as Universal Consciousness. Because universal consciousness is also changeless. It is infinite. It is formless, nameless, attributeless. So, the individual consciousness is not separate from universal consciousness. So, to begin with, we think the individual consciousness is separate from universal consciousness. On inquiry, we'll come to know, Individual consciousness is same as universal consciousness without any doubt. And therefore, this could be understood very well. Very well, there is no doubt about it. Why? Because this could be known by inquiry. By inquiry. Yes, then we'll come to understanding of the reality. So, The whole thing is universal consciousness, that's all. At one time, when I think I am separate from the universal consciousness, I as individual consciousness is at the center, jivatma, while I am surrounded by universal consciousness as a periphery or as a circumference. I am at the center, the individual consciousness. Surrounded by a big circle, the universal consciousness. With the deeper understanding, I, the individual consciousness, will be shifting to the circumference, while the universal consciousness will come to the center. To repeat once again, I am at the center, the individual consciousness, surrounded by Universal Consciousness in the periphery or circumference. On inquiry, I'll come to know that Universal Consciousness is the actual center, while the Individual Consciousness is the periphery or circumference. That which is the circumference or periphery is non-existential is non-existential in reality. There is only thin line between the two, that's all. And so, this individual, individual consciousness is nothing but the projection of the universal consciousness. It is nothing but extended universal consciousness in the form of individual consciousness. Therefore, the conclusion is universal consciousness, Paramatma, and the individual consciousness, Jivatma, are one and the same. So, when the question comes, instead of saying, I am that, I individual consciousness, that the universal consciousness, here two are there, I and that. But, the conclusion is only that, There is no I. Only that universal consciousness. There is no individual consciousness. Thank you. Sai Ram.